Blog Talk Radio.
Jason Menez, and uh, we are on every Thursday evening at 7 p.m., and each week this show offers a myriad of spiritual and metaphysical insights to help guide you in your day-to-day living. We also have topics such as spirit messages and guidance, psychic and mediumship chats, alternative healing modalities. There's a monthly meditation, which is the first Thursday of each month. We discuss chakras, gemstones, divination methods like tarot and runes, astrology, animal communication, and more. And this evening, our guest is Kathy Lipinski. Kathy is a registered nurse, a Reiki master teacher, a certified hypnotherapist, among many other things. Um, she is an Usui Reiki and Karuna Shihan and a Jikinin Reiki practitioner. And um, she's also studied past life regression therapy, which is what our topic tonight is, with Brian Weiss. If you would like more information about Kathy, you can visit her website, www.reikihypnosis.com. You can find her on Facebook. Also, Reiki Healing from the Heart is her page also on Facebook. She's on Facebook herself under Kathy Lipinski. And um, if you'd like more information about me, your host, Rose Humanis, I am a psychic medium healer. And uh, visit my website at www. .readingswithrose.com. Before we get into tonight's show and I bring Kathy on, I just want to touch on one or two things that happen to be going on lately. Uh, first is, uh, you know, we have a lot of weird energies happening, so if you feel you need to take a break, take a rest, lie down, have a nap, put your feet up, do it, because... Um, a lot of people who are energy sensitive, what's happening lately is really wreaking havoc with their energy system, and give in to it. Don't try and be the tough one. Don't try and, in the words of my grandmother, keep pushing through it. Just go with the flow, and if the, your flow in the moment is to take a short nap or just sit down and rest and not do whatever it is that you want to do or feel you must do, don't do it, right? Now with the holidays, there's more pressure than ever on people, and we tend to make ourselves crazy. Uh, So listen to your inner voice. Listen to that intuition. Tap into that inner voice inside in your gut area and listen to that. Don't listen to anybody else. Listen to that. I just want to make you all aware that we have a new moon coming up and it's going to be a new moon in Scorpio. It's happening at 6.42 a.m. Eastern Time on November 18th. So that's this Saturday. And the key words for this new moon are awareness, healing, emotions, personal power, transformation, truth surfacing and rising, releasing of toxins. Now, it's really interesting that on the penultimate new moon of 2017, 
we're being told that these key words about healing emotions, personal power, step into your personal power, step into your authenticity, transformation, truth surfacing, releasing toxins, is really all what the universe wanted us to do since the very beginning of this year, January 1st, 2017. We were told to actually step into our own authenticity, step into our originality, be who we are, follow the inner voice, follow the intuition, and kind of the program. Time for a rebirth, a redo, a, a coming around again, transformation, transmutation. Um, that being said, all right, I hate to be the bearer of, uh, how should I put this, uncomfortable news, <laughs> but I just want to give you all a heads up. The last Mercury retrograde of 2017 is going to take place on December 3rd, that is a Sunday, and it will last through December 22nd. So it's a good thing we won't be celebrating Christmas in a, retro, a Mercury retrograde, because Mercury goes direct on the 22nd, but uh, there may be, as I say, there may be a little bit of residual dust and fallout. So, but that's the last, and it's only three weeks long, and I guarantee you all, you will make it through. You'll make it through this, trust me. Um, so now, without further ado, and I'm sure maybe Kathy would have something to add to all of this, let me bring on Kathy Lipinski. Uh, Kathy, we're working on it. I see the circle going round and round. I clicked on the button to connect, and I don't think we're connected yet. Hang on. Ah, maybe you should not have mentioned Mercury Retrograde. Hang on, folks. We're getting Kathy. Kathy, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm here. Hello and welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Can you hear me? How good? are you doing this evening? I'm, I'm doing good. How about you? Great. So, see what happened? I mentioned Mercury retrograde, and I have issues in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But uh, it's not going to be so bad. Three weeks. I think we can all handle that. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know Mercury retrograde actually is a I like it. Because it's a time to renew, review, go within. Like, you know, we're, we're doing, 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 but we don't have time to integrate. So Mercury retrograde is a time to step back and to integrate everything. So I come to like it now. Yeah, if you take it in the right perspective, it's really not such a horror. No, it's not. And you, and you just pay special attention to certain things. You make sure you have all your, you know, your um, T's crossed and your I's dotted. You know, check your travel plans and you should be okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, try and get all your faxing and emailing and all of that stuff done ahead of time, contract signing and whatever, and then for three weeks, just chill. Exactly, exactly. I think, I really think we need that in this day and age, to step yeah. back from the gadgets and the devices and the working and all. You need a couple of weeks just to restore yourself, kind of, reboot, yep. reset, yep. whatever. Yeah. 
Okay, sounds good. So, Kathy, I know you do a lot of things, and we have you here tonight to discuss past life regression, but let's do a recap and tell my listeners how you got started in the many things you do do, including the past life regression work. <laughs> okay. I like it. That's a big question, Rose. I'll give it. I'll do it quickly. Um, how I got started. Um, ever since I was a young person, I always felt that there was something else besides just this life. I remember sitting in Catholic school and religion one day, and they're talking about the soul. And I said, well, you know, I'm Kathy McCormick this lifetime, but I feel like I really live forever, which was, you know, you could, I could never say that. The nuns would throw me out. But oh, my God. I know. But I was kind of interested in that. And then when I was a teenager, I was interested in astrology, so my family always laughed at me. But anyway, and then I had an uncle, Jim Artis, who went to an Episcopalian church, and he was involved in spiritualism. And they would get together with a medium, and they would do readings and talk about it. And then somehow the subject came up. And I was interested, and then he would tell me all of that. And we would sit many evenings at his dining room table and talk about past life, about reincarnation, about learning and growing. So that was, you know, set early again in my teenage years. And I got into nursing school, and I don't know. I don't know. I just always liked the different stuff. And I always, you know, knew things. I had a couple of angel experiences when I was young. And... um when I was in nursing school, we knew about therapeutic touch because it was being taught down the street at NYU. I went to Hunter Bellevue. So a couple of years later, when I was ready, I heard about healing touch, learned about healing touch. And then from that, I heard about Reiki and just on and on and on. And how I got into past life was a friend of mine's cousin went, and she had um, <laughs> had a past life that she was a beautiful princess on Tahiti. So, of course, I was in my 20s. I want to be a beautiful princess. And I went to my astrologer then, Ada Auburn, and, of course, I was nervous the first time because I didn't see anything. I didn't know what to expect. And then finally when she said to me, you know, look down at your shoes and tell me what you're wearing, I said, oh, no. I had all these, like, slippers with little bells on them, so I was a court jester. So I said, well, if you know me. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I was a court jester. I like to tell jokes. I like to joke around, you know, and – from then I was hooked. So then I would do, you know, go for more and more and, you know, um, learn about different things about myself. And then once I got into Reiki, when I would have my clients on the table, sometimes, you know, when you're in that meditative state, images would come in and I started doing little past lives for them there because I had so many past lives done for me, I kind of knew how to do it. And then after I took my hypnosis training, past life exploration is covered in that. And then coincidentally, but we know there's no coincidences, Brian Weitz was teaching at Omega the week after I finished my hypnosis training. So I signed up for that, and then I, you know, officially went out there and started doing past lives, you know, for groups and individuals. So. Wow. What can I say? So yeah. that's probably also, like you said, just no coincidence. That's probably also lately when I look at your posts after a chicken dinner class, there's always one funny photo and one serious photo. Right. Like, that's a tradition. What's the funny one and the serious one? They're like, that's really funny, really yeah. cute. I yeah. guess that chest is kind of still in thing. there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. You studied with Brian White. That's cool. 
So, yeah. all right, when you do the regression for people, do the regression exercises always evoke memories of past lives? And is this the only way to have those memories, or can they just be accessed in a different manner? Um, most past, well, there's different things. Sometimes when they're young, young children, they have recall. They remember a past life. They did some studies in the University of Virginia, and they studied young children with past life memories, and they found, I think, 200 cases, and they were able to validate like 50 of them so far. And they found that these children could remember their lives, and most of them were in India. But the children knew their, the street, the people that lived on it, and they could validate that. So that, I think, is a past life recall. They weren't hypnotized or anything. They just remembered that. And one of my friend's um, children one time said to her when you know he was sick, he said, you know, you're not my mommy. You know, I had a different mommy. He told her a whole story about a past life. So I think that's recall when they're younger. But if you wanted to, well, let me go back a second. Sometimes past lives show up when we travel to a different country and we're there and we feel like, you know, I feel like I'm home. This feels so familiar. Or you're interested in a different, like, time period, like the Civil War, or sometimes you may come in with a talent that you had no training for. Those are all examples of, you know, past life. So that's not through hypnosis. That's, um, like, below the conscious. But most past life explorations are done through hypnosis where you're in a relaxed state and you're taken on a journey. And that's how most people remember. Do Does everyone remember their past lives? No. Sometimes it takes several times because the first time most people are nervous. So it takes maybe a few times, but some people have the memory right away. It's just like they get relaxed and boom, out it comes. And is there so such a thing you? as like spontaneous recall? The reason I'm asking is I had a, a friend of mine, and the both of us got talking about this used to happen to me, it used to happen to her, but when we would talk about it, we were both experiencing very similar, if not the same, types of deja vus, would you call it. I'd be walking at work down a corridor, and all of a sudden, in my mind's eye, it wasn't me dressed the way I was dressed for work that day. It was me in a nun's habit walking through the corridors of a convent. And it would blow my mind how, like, all of a sudden it's me and then it's not me or it's me in another life. And she had said the same thing would happen to her. Subsequently, we come to find out that we were both nuns in France, the south of France, way back when. Mm -hmm. And we weren't recalling these things at the same time. They would come at separate times, but yet we had the same memories. Is that possible? Yes, that's possible. And also, souls travel in groups sometimes. So maybe you're friends now because you had that connection from before. So sometimes if you have a past life connection to somebody, you find them again in another life. Right. So yes, that can happen. Would twin flames have kind of the similar thing? Would they... Would they have almost the same kind of flashbacks or memories of past lives together? Twin twin flames, it's a little different. 
sometimes a twin flame is like the other half of you. Some people believe that um, a twin flame can be, you know, when you're born, a part of your soul breaks off, and that's your twin flame. It's not always the perfect match for you. Sometimes it's a piece of yourself. So could they have this, this spontaneous memory, the similar memory? Yes, they could. But I don't know if okay. I answered the question. Um, well, I think so, because it was like, if they're twin flames and they've had prior lifetimes together, I guess what I was asking was, would they both remember the prior lifetimes together? They should. Okay. They should. If it was, it was, if it was a prior life, they should, yeah. Okay. When did you learn that you could work with others regarding past lives and, and you know, getting into that with them? And how did that come about? Well, that started when I was, um, you know, years into my Reiki practice because I also found that I'm very intuitive. When I would get quiet, I would get information. So, again, because I had so many past lives done for me, I kind of knew how to do it. And I would just ask questions or I might get information or images for them and just share them, you know, share it with them. Ask them questions, you know, do you, do you like anything from this time period? Um, have you ever been to this country or feel like you're home? So it's it was it kind of happened spontaneously, and then as many things as you know, many times we often do something before we have the official training for it. So that's how I got into it. Right, right. Yeah, that's weird because I was doing. I guess at the time I was calling it spiritual healing long before I had taken Reiki, and then when I formally went to learn Reiki and sitting in my second level class and I'm going. Oh wow! I know this. I don't know how I know this, but I know this. And I guess since my grandfather was a spiritual healer, and he used to do what really was almost like biosyn scanning with babies back in old Brooklyn, and I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing this. I thought I had really found my niche at that point, but I was like, wow. Um, it's amazing how you remember these things, like, like. The symbol Choku Ray, I was drawing that symbol from when I was like maybe six, seven years old. If we were sitting in mm -hmm. traffic, something would just say, draw this, and I would draw it. I didn't know what I was doing, and mm -hmm. traffic would start to move, and I never told my yeah. father. My father always thought it was weird anyway, but I never told him that, you know, hey, I'm doing this, and never came up. <laughs> you know, it... it um, it worked, so whatever. But um, yeah. moving along well, it's here. It's in consciousness. It's in consciousness, you know, and there's so much information that's out there that we're just tapping into it. Well, it's just like I have been to Scotland. I've been to England, Scotland, whatever, and I can't explain it. I don't have a drop of Celtic blood in my being, but... Anything connected with Scotland, to me, it feels like home. And I, I can just feel that I had at least one life in Scotland, maybe more. I have to come to you to, to verify this, Kathy. But um, really, I mean, I can't be anywhere where there are bagpipes. I went to see, um, oh, I forgot, the, the black something or other, the famous uh, bagpipe uh, battalion or what have you, over here at uh, SUNY. And the minute the guys came out and they started playing, I'm in the second row 
tears are streaming down my face because I was so happy, so overjoyed, so proud of my Scottish heritage. It was insane. So um, I really have to investigate that one of these days because I just, I adore anything to do with Scotland. I'm an adopted Sutherland, and I'm very proud of it. I've even had the Rose Clan say they'd adopt me in a hot minute. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, can you share your explanation of what reincarnation is? Sure. Um, re- well, let me say one thing. In the Eastern traditions, like Buddhism and Shintoism, it, you know, reincarnation is a fact of life. I believe the Buddhists think we come back thousands of years and Shinto believes we have 180 lives. So this is like just part of their culture. Here in the West, it's like, oh, that's nice, maybe a philosophy. So we don't really, you know, it's not just part of who we are. But the idea of reincarnation is that your eternal soul, your immortal, immortal soul, whatever you want to call it, lives forever. Whether it lives, you know, as consciousness or energy, we don't know 100% yet. But the idea is that your soul comes back various lifetimes to learn and grow. It's not punishment, you know, karma is not punishment. It's you come back to learn and grow. And um, you always have the choice that when you come back, you can either grow or you can just stay the way you are, meaning that you just, you know, go through life and nothing happens. You take the, the low road, to, so to speak. But if you have the challenges and you grow, then maybe you don't have to come back as much. But, you know, it's nice to be alive and, you know, be here on earth. So the souls like coming back, <laughs> you know, so that might, okay, I have to, you know, I have to grow my soul and, you know, become more evolved or enlightened or whatever you want to call it. But it's also nice to be alive and feel, you know, and enjoy each other. So reincarnation really is just, you know, reincarnating, come back, you know, again. And usually we come back with those we love. We can change sex meaning that we can be a male in the previous life and a female this time, doesn't matter. And then the people we love, because love is eternal, they come back in the same circle with us. Now, they don't have to be a loved one, but they could be a friend or they could be a beloved teacher, but those we love are always around us as well, so they come back with us also. Do they come back every time? No, it depends on what their soul needs for this growth, this um, life cycle. You know, um, the Buddhist say sometimes that, oh, you know, you don't get it right this time, no worries, you'll be back again. <laughs> so It's true, but why. do you think we can consciously desire to come back and then come back, no matter where we are in our lifetime or our soul's progression? That's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that. Um, I know that it is a concept in Buddhism also with the bodhisattva, those that have reached enlightenment, um, instead of going on to the pure land or going on, you know, to enlightenment, they stay behind and help human beings, you know, get to the next level. So that's done as a choice. So possibly. I'll have to think about that a little bit more. I don't know. I I don't even know where that question came from. I didn't have that written down. It's just, I got a nudge, and the words came into my mind. I said, ask yeah. this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Can we just, you know, can we just decide? I don't know. We might be. We might be able to. Who knows? You know, as we're evolving as a, as a you know, a race, 
and consciousness is becoming, you know, more and more of who we are, who knows? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of times I'll say, you know, you have to come back until you actually get it right. I mean, if you're stuck at a certain point and you haven't learned the lessons that we're all basically here to learn, um, sure you got to come back. It's like, you know, you're in school, you're not getting a particular subject, you get left back. Uh, you right. go to summer school, you try it again, and if you get it with yeah. some summer school coaching and tutoring or what have you, and you you make it and you pass that that hurdle, then you go on to the next grade. I know, thinking back to school, there were a couple of kids who got left back and did the summer school thing twice, sometimes three times, and they were, you know, they just weren't moving with the rest of the crowd. Yeah. And I'm wondering if each time we come back, if we don't get it. I mean, some people, they're good-hearted, they're good people, they're good souls, but they're just either unbelievably stubborn or unbelievably ignorant or lacking in, in what it takes to get them over that hurdle. And do they just keep coming back over and over and over again until they get that lesson? Yeah. I mean, yeah. can somebody come well, back like 20 times? Oh, you can really come back many times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody like, asked me one time, how many it. times do we come back? And I said, I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows how many times we come back. Yeah, I don't think you could actually pinpoint and know No. no. Uh, how many times you've come back. Although I did have a friend say to me a long time ago, she asked me, she said, because really, I've known I was an old soul from early on. And there are times when I was a young adult where I literally felt tired. I felt the weariness of coming back many times. And I remember saying to myself, I don't ever want to do this again. I hope this is it. I never uh-huh. want to come back again. And one night mm-hmm. she said, talking, and she said, oh, no, you didn't. I said, I didn't want. She said, did you ever say that you never want to come back again? Because it was during a period of my life where everything was going wrong. It was like a, it really was like a, a part of my French was a shit show. Everything that could go wrong, that might go wrong, that whatever was going wrong. And I wasn't really consciously doing anything to make this happen, but everything was going upside down, inside out. It was a horror. And that's why she yeah. said to me, did you ever say those words? I said, oh, yeah, many times. I'm sick and tired of this. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. oh, no. She said, you accelerated your karma. She said, you are going through now everything that you need to go through to prepare yourself to not come back. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what the hell did I do? Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to say that was about, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago, and I kind of got it pretty much under control. <laughs> Never <laughs> said those words again. No. But, uh, no. Be careful what you wish for. Really, truly, honestly, it's amazing. Um, wow. Um, 
Why is it useful to know about your past incarnations? Well, most people come for a past life exploration. What's helpful is because sometimes they don't understand why they have relationship issues with this one person. They may not, they may not understand a health issue. Some people come because they want to know what's my true calling or what should I be doing. So by having the past life exploration, sometimes you can get information about, okay, I had this condition, or this is why I'm afraid of heights, or um, that's why we have difficulty on relationships. So it's, it's really about information to give you insight so you can look at it differently. It's not an um, excuse to say, oh, I was this in my past life, so I can never do anything else. It's not that type of thing. It's more information to help you understand and, you know, and move forward. And sometimes um, when people come for past life explorations, not everyone goes to a past life. I've had a few people that, well, let me go back a second. What I always tell them before we start is that no matter what happens, you'll always have a healing. You'll always have something come up or something that will help you heal and get back into balance. And I've had several people that were not able to journey back to a past life, but because they were in a um, very relaxed state and very aware, for example, one woman's mother had passed three weeks before we did this, and she had a visit from her mom. So she was like, Kathy, the heck with the past life. You know, this was so much more healing for me. Wow. So if you, if you trust in the process that whatever you come for and you're open, because I tell my clients, leave your expectations at the door and just go with it. They may get different answers, which, again, is healing in its own way. That's true. Sometimes, you know, you have something on your mind that you want to know about, but like even when I do my readings, people come with certain questions, but maybe that's not what they need to know in the moment, and when my right. guys connect to theirs, we'll bring out something, and the person will go, oh, wow, you know, I, 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 I never thought of asking that, but it's a good thing because I wanted to know that. So Right. And information comes up mind. from wherever, ever at the right time, yeah. generally. Yeah. And the subconscious so, mind always works to protect you, but it's always trying to help you. So sometimes when something is buried, sometimes the subconscious mind will give you a symbolic message. Or you might go to a past life that doesn't make any sense, but when you, you, know, when you think about how it relates to this life, for one other example, I had a young woman come and the only thing that she could get from the past life visualization was being a young man in a house alone. Never went out of the house, just sat there, very bored and all that. So when, you know, when I brought her out of it, she said, well, that was not very exciting. That was not very, you know, informative. But I said to her, well, let's think about this. How does that relate? Maybe your subconscious mind is trying to give you something symbolic. How does that relate to your current life? So after we spoke for a little bit, what we got it back to was that probably 10 or 15 years earlier, she had been confined to bed for a year because of some kind of physical problem. And she was alone. She was bored. She was very, you know, lonely. So I said, so what happened? Did you ever, you know, see a therapist about it? Did you ever work on that? She said, no. I said, well, maybe the message here, which your subconscious mind was saying, it's time to heal that, that year of loneliness, that year of desolation. 
and that maybe that's the subconscious mind giving you that message now. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows? knows? Okay, I'm going to take a call at this point because we have a couple of people who called in that have questions. Let's see. Nine one four, you're on the air with Rose and Kathy. Who are we speaking with? Hello. Hello. Yes. You got the name My name is Kathy. I call it from New York. Your name is what? I'm sorry, honey. My name is Kathy. I call it from New York. What can we do for you? You got the name What's your question? I got a massage for my husband and my husband had passed away. I'm looking for my massage for my husband. You're looking for what? I'm sorry. My husband had passed away. She so have a massage for my husband. Oh, we have oh, a message from your husband. When did he pass away, sweetie? Five years ago. Five years ago? Five days or five years? Did you say five days or five years, sweetheart? Well, I don't know what happened. I think the call dropped. Okay, okay let's try again. Five, six, one, you're on the air with Rose and Kathy. Who are we speaking with? Hi. This is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. What can we do for you? Do you have a question for Kathy? Um, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, or did you want information? Okay. It's okay. I'm not a Excuse me? I didn't hear. <laughs> it's okay. What is your question? Well, I've been... I'm having an issue here with a, a daughter, and um, I just, I, I, I don't know. It's like we're not on the same sink. It's like everything is like, I don't even know who she is, you know, and I need to know, is there something that's going on or something I did? It's just. How old is she? Well, she would say 17 and three quarters. I was just going to ask, is she an adolescent or a young adult? Because I'm getting that feeling. It's a nightmare. You know, they both, I <laughs> it's, it's the teenage years. It's a nightmare. But it was never yeah, like I this. Was and it's fun, my own mother like said all to of me, a sudden. It happens. Oh it's like gosh. living with Jekyll and Hyde. It's it's, uh, it's 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 like living in North Korea and you can't get out. <laughs> you yeah. know, I feel it's so uneasy for me because I don't want to say the wrong thing, and nothing I do lately is right. I'm like this wicked witch of the West. Yeah, that's very common with what? mothers and daughters. Why now? <laughs> well. I would. The only thing I would say, 
as a parent is I would just sit down with her and just say, I love you. Um, it seems we're not getting along. Have I done something or is something going on with you? But you're not challenging her. You're not attacking her. You're just saying, I love you. And I've just noticed we're having a hard time. It doesn't even seem to work when I do that. So I just like pray about it and just leave it alone. It's, and yeah. I'm like, what is this? You know? I think it it's kind of like from, from about 17 to, let's say, a five-year period, from like 17 what? to 22, I think those young adults, whatever you want to classify them as, they're kind of feeling their oats, and they feel like they're out of the kid stage, and they're out of the teenage I'm going to be an adult, and I'm going to show my parents. And it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> so, you know, be there for her. But my guys are saying, only if she asks you and comes to you, you know, be there to pick her up if she falls. But in the same time, let her do whatever she feels she needs to do or wants to do. And just ask God to watch over her. Put her in God's protective hands. Don't get... Don't try and micromanage life or tell her what to do. Don't go there. Just between you and God, you know, just handle it the best way and ask God to, you know, help you deal with this in the best way possible. Because trust me, she will come out of it at some point, but right now, (laughs) good luck. Gosh, it's, I'm like, whoa, where did I wake up into? But like also, a war zone. Just, yeah, but just to make sure, with everything that's going on today, just ask her, because she may not know how to say it to you, and she just ask her, is everything okay? Anything going on at school? Anybody bothering you? Because sometimes at that age, they don't like to say anything, and you don't want to miss it. Right. Yeah, and just be sure that no judgment, that whatever she says to you, you know, yeah. you will continue to love her unconditionally. Nothing is wrong. Just, you know, whatever she feels she's got a problem with, she can always trust in you that you will understand. Yeah. Mhm. Because every uh-huh. once in a while, the, you know, they don't know who to go to and they're so uncomfortable with stuff. And as a parent, I would just say, I, I wouldn't want to miss it. So I would just ask. Right. I've you know, asked, but all I hear it's fine and fine, and it's just one one word thing. So, you know, yeah, yeah I, say, I don't know how to help you if you don't talk to me. So, yeah, right. yeah. It's a well, tough thing. I wish you luck. My prayers. I know it's not easy, but uh, <laughs> you'll get through it, sweetheart. And just love her. That's the most yeah. important thing is just love her and accept her. Give her a hug once in a while. I can't go close. <laughs> yeah. I can't go close. It's like can't go can't go close. It's just yeah. and this is well, like someone love kisses and, and everything and all of a sudden it's just blank. It breaks my well, heart, but I don't know. That's why I said, just in case, since it's just of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, just just see if you can find a way to check in with her. Okay. Thank you for right. calling. Take care. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks.
let's see, you got somebody else here waiting. Oh, did I lose them? I think I lost them. Oh, sorry. Okay. Seven seven zero, you're on the air with Rose and Kathy. Who are we speaking to? Hi, you're speaking with Mattie. How are you guys? Good. Great, right, Mattie. How are you? Fat in the middle. <laughs> I just tuned in, so I don't know. Uh, I guess you were giving um, you were Kathy and um, yes, Kathy. Yes. And who else? Um, yeah, I'm Rose. looking at I'm it. Rose, Rose and home. my guest Kathy and Kathy's talking about past life regression and past life. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it shows up on this uh, blog talk, past life. <laughs> um, are you doing past life readings, or are you just picking up what, what energy you pick up around? No, I'm just. She's just asking me questions of past life, so I'm not. I'm not picking up. Oh, you just. Uh, you. Oh, you doing a, Okay, I'm, doubt. I'm talking about, about it. Yeah. Past life. Um, yeah. Rose is a psychic, so ask her. You <laughs> have. <laughs> you have a psychic question. So what? Are you ask? Are you asking if Rose is picking up anything on the past life for you? Are you calling in with a psychic question, or do you want more information about past life progression and hypnosis? Uh, I guess a psychic question, what what are you picking up on me? Okay, yeah. That's for you, Rose. Okay. Well, <laughs> you got to give me a question. What's your question, honey? What do you see in my health? I don't do health questions because people... Oh, you don't do health questions. Uh, health what else would be... Something a little juicy, love. <laughs> yeah. What do I what do as worried? far as What love? are you worried about? I'm sorry, what did you say? What are you worried about? What am I worried about? With your health. Oh, I I had a little, um, a week ago, yesterday, I woke up with, and I pulled my head off the pillow, and I had a little, um, I had actually vertigo. Okay. And I um and I was trying to I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm trying to pinpoint where is it really coming from. It was it just one episode. Yeah, I forgot. Kathy's an R N. She can she can answer this hopefully. It was uh it was a it was uh episode um that morning when I woke up. So I said, well, My God, the room is spinning. I'm trying to catch up with it but I said, Oh, just take me away So you lay back and was and let it let it do its thing. Then you get up and you move around, and then you call my chiropractor, my primary doctor, and my acupuncturist. I was able to get in with my chiropractor, and the following day with my primary doctor, he said it was feeble-less in the ear. The, prior, the it was chiropractor what? It was said what? my atlas was off. Uh-huh. And so he adjusts he adjust around my neck for my atlas, and the primary doctor said it was uh, something called a SIBO lift inside the ear, some little thing that moves around in the ear. When you move a certain way, you spin. And so, um, ooh, yesterday I felt good. I felt my normal self yesterday. Today I felt a little bit. I was out and about, and I felt a little bit unbalanced, but, you know, I composed myself and and go ahead and do what I have to do. 
And it's been a week now. Yeah, today, yesterday was the week. So and I was trying to, is something is going on. I know something is going on with this ear and the drainage and the sinus on the left side. I know that yes. because I can feel it, you know. And yeah. the left side is that side is always get that. Well, the the bottom line is that's my weak side, my left side. It's not okay. as strong as the right. And uh, well, I shouldn't even say that because I'm. They both they both strong, but that's the side I always get. If I get a drainage with the cold and I feel it, and something has gone on. This ear has not been right since '84 from a from a plane ride. That's you a know, long time. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure from the cabinet, and my breathing yeah. has been not. My breathing has been a little. It's like, am I breathing? I got a deep. I got to stop and take deep breaths, and I got shadow breathing, and I I have the urge to urinate too. Seem like uh, every two hours, every two or three hours, gonna go pee. But I that drink. could be. Yeah, this is. I can't really give you medical advice, but if you went yes, to the primary, yes, I understand. I totally trust me. I totally understand. But yes. no, but but you know, vertigo can be a one-time deal. It could be from something you ate. It could be a sinus blockage. It could be a lot of things. The important thing is, does it happen again? And then you then you would need to take it further. Yes. But the other stuff could be, you know, when was your last checkup? The other stuff could be a urinary tract infection. And that yeah. can set you off, also. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I I started, um I uh, I find my I, well now I'm drinking um, I'm taking D Manonos, um cranberry. Yeah. Drinking cranberry juice. Yeah. And I eat healthy for lots of salads and wild fish, and I just made a wonderful smoothie with all the green stuff, spirulina, and all of that. That is, and, and I notice when I make the green stuff with the spirulina and the beet, the beets, and um, all the uh, stuff that I feel like it helps me, my, my breathing gets deeper. I notice that my breathing, and when sometimes when I drink a lot of green stuff for as celery and all these things I blend together with the cucumbers, I apple and all of that, I notice that my breathing gets deeper also. So it seems mm-hmm. like I need a little help in that area. With uh, so that's what's on my mind. But you know, you said that. But um, anyway, um, yeah, I, that's what I said. Uh, it might need a little. I have um, and I and I I'm just thinking of everything. And I felt off the ladder years ago in the '80s, and uh, and from that I had compression in the neck. Um, some parts of the spine. I'm thinking it might be it. I'm thinking it might be the vagus nerve. I'm thinking it might be. I'm just doing. Uh, I'm just looking at everything. So stop thinking and stop making yourself crazy. Okay. okay. Go go to your chiropractor. They're great for that stuff, and see what happens after that. That's yeah. All, that's all we can really. That's all we can really help you with. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. You medical doctor. Did you see your PCP, your primary care doctor? So what? Have you seen your primary care doctor? Medical well, I doctor. saw my primary. Uh, I saw my primary doctor on on Thursday, and he said that it was uh, the SIBO lift, something in the ear. He gave me exercises to do, you know, for the neck. And uh, so, he said, you so just trust me something for the nausea. Happen. He said you should be fine by Sunday. I am yeah. fine, but I'm still not where I want to be. 
you know. Well, the body, it takes longer sometimes for the body to get back than we think. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's why I and just the, keep, keep giving it love and, and, um, yeah. and doing the right things for its eating, you know, and all of that good stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm just, uh, again, I just, that's who I am. I just do a little, I'm a seeker, so I just start looking at everything possible. Uh, and uh, because this is my body. <laughs> yeah. It's your body and your beloved want to take care of it. That's totally understandable. Yeah, Thank you exactly. so much for joining us. Exactly. We're going to be moving on. We've got five minutes left, so I want to. Okay, well, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to get some ending notes here from Kathy. Where are we? Okay. So um, can we choose our next incarnation challenges and life paths? And, do, you know, using our free will, can we do that? Yes. What happens sometimes, well, what the belief is that we can choose the overall learning, but how exactly it happens is not, you know, written in stone. So we can know that we can have the intention to come back and learn compassion. We can have the intention to come back and learn patience. But exactly how it happens, that's where the free will comes in, and that's where other stuff can happen. What you know, we can't decide how it's going to happen. So that's okay. where we have to, you know, be. We have to stay on, you know, on the right path. To always have the, you know, the, the bigger picture, and stay positive. Okay. Is it possible for someone to find out about their own past lives by kind of just tapping into that, maybe getting themselves in a meditative state and see what happens? Or can you kind of like, can you surf your subconscious? Um, you can you can pay attention to you can pay attention to dreams. Sometimes stuff will come in dreams. What I usually tell people is that I have on my website, um, if you go to the upcoming activities page and you scroll down to the uh, middle of the page, I have two MP3s there. One, the one on the left is another interview on past lives, and the one on the right is a short 20-minute past life experience. So you can listen to that. It's free. It's an MP3. Just listen to it, and you can go through it on your own. And what I usually tell people is that the more you do it, the easier it gets. So it's like it's like anything else. Like when you want to learn something new, you keep doing it over and over again. So it would get easier, and you can get more information that way on your own. And Brian Weiss has some CDs out there you can listen to. Um, oh, what's her name? Oh, Lynn. Deborah Lynn. I can't think of her last name. But anyway, um, she Denise Lynn. Denise Lynn. She has some great meditation, you know, that you can listen to to help you get into a past life. So mostly it's just being aware, paying attention, and then, you know, maybe listening to some different CDs and having spontaneous experiences. And they can find this at ReikiHypnosis.com? Right, under the upcoming event tab, and go down to the middle of the page. It's the MP3 on the right, and they can listen to it. It's about 22 minutes. That's good. Yeah. So, um, one more question. Has the work you've done and that you continue to do in this arena changed you or your life in any way? 
Yeah, because it's, you know, believing in reincarnation, knowing that helps me to know that, you know, like I said, you know, I'll be back. <laughs> As Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back, you know. Um, and it, it's made me more appreciative of, well, like anything we do, it makes me more appreciative of life and, you know, what I have. But it definitely helps you believe in the bigger picture and not be so worried about, you know, when the time comes for your passing. It's true because I think if you believe in reincarnation, I always have and I do, and it's like this is not the end. This is not it. Uh, too many people, no. it's like, oh, this is it. You know, I remember my father, oh, when you're dead, you go in the hole and you're in the dirt, and that's the end. It's like, I uh, don't think so, Daddy. But no. <laughs> Now he knows better, but, um, you know, I just always, even from a child, thought, no, you know, we just go and we change. You know, we, we transform, we transmute, and we come back in a different way, which is why a lot of times in my readings I have people whose loved ones are standing there, and the, the people always ask, and I think, I, I, you know, I, I don't mean to laugh at the person, but I just think it's amusing how we who are still here on Earth, we're always worried about how is my loved one, you know, uh, are they okay, are they feeling good, and and the people on the other side are always coming back with, like, better than ever, I'm so much happier right. now, uh, I'm absolutely great since I've dumped that physical mess and that, that disgusting, dead, worn-out vessel. I'm great. And um, yeah. we they worry. We worry. I mean, I don't worry, but, yeah, everybody's worried about their loved ones when in reality the loved ones are better off than they are. Right. No exactly. pain, and no that's... worries, no anxiety. Yeah. No, I tell people that yeah. too because I say, you know, you don't understand that once you pass, you're back to 100%. You're, everything is gone. Suffering, pain is gone, disease. You're, you know, pure. So, of course, exactly. you're fine. Yeah. But no, we you don't, you don't suffer. And that's why we're here, to make people know that it's not the end and that their loved ones are still around. And more yep. times than not, always with them. Yep. So, no need to worry. Kathy, it was lovely having you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. For coming on. And um, I'll see you around Facebook, sweetie. Sounds good. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day.